Fierce Fan Media. Yeah, they're like Heart giant. Forget about it. They're forget the biggest, biggest baked forget potatoes I've it. ever had in my life, and I will eat the whole fucking thing and the skin, and I don't have a single regret. Not one. Wow. You guys don't have a stone milk cafe out there, do you? No. What are these like, I've never cr- heard are of these like Cracker Barrel spinoffs? I know. No, I've never been. Yeah, I've never heard of a Cracker Barrel spinoff, but they do a fire French dip. Nope. I don't know. I love, I love a good French dip. I like it. I can mess like up a, a good dip. That's all Kennedy will order is the French dip. And sometimes I'm jealous and sometimes I'm not. Stonewall Cafe Boy, that big ass baked potato with the cheese and the veggies. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I'm so hungry good. and I ate dinner. Like, what is wrong with me? Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. <laughs> I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. We're all hungry. I'm Stacy, the political princess. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal, the, who's hungry as fuck. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and as uh, you guys got a little glimpse into our conversation project, you know, we start, we all get on the Zoom at six. Well, eight for Julie, <laughs> nine for Erin. And by the time we start recording, get on. It's like 35 minutes later. Always. Yeah. Always. Always. Well, we got to talk about all the stuff we can't have recorded first. I think 90% of the stuff we talk about, we absolutely could record. That's but true. We wouldn't have a single listener. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, all right, enough. Enough but, uh, about the baked potatoes, for Christ's <laughs> sake. They'd all know our hamburger orders, though. I mean, honestly. <laughs> okay, so tonight we are going to... There's. So we didn't get to record last week. Listen, the United States has been an absolute shit show. An absolute yeah. shit show. And so there's a few things I want to focus on tonight. The first thing I want to talk about is all of the bills that have been passing simultaneously be- between Florida and Missouri and Indiana and Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, I'm naming those, but that's just because these have passed. There's 335 in the Hype right now waiting to come down so these states are not the only ones guilty of this kind of nonsense but uh the gop is actively attacking the lgbtq um ia plus i'm just going to call it lgbtq for legitimate for short understand that i mean everybody okay legitimate so i don't want to necessarily go through i assume our listeners are educated individuals so i'm not going to go through bill by bill what i want to talk about here instead is the reason that this is happening now and why it's taking place and why we think <clears throat> this is all being jammed through at relatively the same time. And it, it feels like it's in a rush prior to the 2024 election. Yeah. Now the lazy answer would just dictate that they're, they think they're going to lose control of the house. Right. <clears throat> yes. But I think it's more complicated than that. And I'd what, love to uh, hear your take on it. Yeah. So, now, listen, lots of things can be true at one time. Lots of things. So I think that that's part of it. I think that they're up against a wall with the influx of, of Gen Z and millennials are going to outnumber boomers voting in, this ne- in the 2024 election. I think that's part of it. But here's the big push that I have been hearing about. And I don't know... If there's a ton of weight to it, which is why I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about it. I'm not saying it's not true, but there's some pretty damning evidence that says it is. 
the evidence states that these states are intentionally trying to put out, push out blue voters. They're trying to yeah. enact such extraordinarily repressive laws that they chase blue voters out of the state to put a lock hold on the electoral college to keep power. They do that? Well, yeah. You start enacting these draconian laws that women are fleeing, legitimate quoi are fleeing, young people are fleeing. Right. And now all of a sudden you have a stronghold. And some of these states that are turning into swing states, Georgia, Arizona, um, Nevada, but like you, you have all of these areas. And now I think some of them are doing it just because they're assholes. Texas, uh, Florida, Arkansas, Florida, well, Florida. Florida's leading the charge. Alabama, anything down. below, anything below the fucking Mason Dixon line. <laughs> is Mason not Dixon. The Mason Dixon line. Not all Mason Dixon. So then there's another layer yeah. to it too, not just trying to chase out blue voters to keep a lock on the electoral college so they can maintain the, the vote or the the presidency in power, they also want to get enough states to call a constitutional convention. And I was literally going to say that. I was going to ask you about right. that. So I'd love to hear you guys. What does that over. mean? What is what do you Did mean? Did you not read any of the assigned reading I sent over? No, Jack. <laughs> I, I, I should know Julie's not doing the homework. Okay. I work in stuff. Like, what do you, you mean? You don't think we work? I mean, I I don't, it probably doesn't seem like I do, but I do. I got a lot of edits. Listen, we're not going to hate on Julie because the reason we do this is to do deeper analysis because of people who don't have time to read all this stuff on their own, right? Right. So I actually appreciate Julie's questions because I think the majority of people have them. So, in order, you're welcome. In order, (laughs) like, yeah, and that's why I didn't do the reading. (laughs) So, in the Constitution, even though Thomas Jefferson stated that he think the Constitution he he believed the Constitution should be rewritten every eighteen to twenty years, each generation should have an opportunity to rewrite the Constitution. We have not followed that mantra. Uh, We've added amendments. We haven't changed it though. No, we've added amendments. You have a process, yeah, to amend it. But no, we haven't changed. Like we haven't taken like the Second Amendment and changed it. We've added stipulations to the Constitution. So like when the constitution was originally written, black people weren't people and women couldn't vote. So like yeah. we've added amendments to it to say that like, hey, we're going to let women vote, but don't be, don't be misled. That only happened in 1920. So it's not like it was right. a gazillion years ago. Um, black people, luckily, were actually recognized as human beings prior to women being allowed to vote in the United States yeah. of America. Um, so the constitutional convention, the only way the constitution can legally be rewritten is if two thirds of the states decide that they want to rewrite the constitution. So if you start pushing out blue voters into historically blue states, and I mean, California, um, and New York, Jack, Oregon. Let me, just, let me just understand this. It doesn't matter per capita. It matters states. states. Just like the electoral college. Right. Yeah. That is such fucking bullshit. One thousand percent. Fucking hate the electoral college. Like it fucking drives me. That is crazy. why people in Wyoming have two hundred times more power in a vote than Stacy and I do in California. Fucking Wyoming. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Who has like five people? North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming. Oh. I dare you to tell them apart it's on a map. Montana. It's why some of these primaries are so influential. Mm-hmm. That's so, so irritating, dude. Yeah. Totally, agree. Mm-hmm. totally agree. 
How so, do you get that changed? You'd have to hold a, a, cons a constitutional convention. But that's but see, this is this is where it's it's irritating, but it's also super fucking scary because as someone who's living in a state where I do want to leave, because it it is becoming very scary to be here. You're on, I a, think you're on a warning. Florida's on a warning watch. That's why I'm surprised that GCLS is even holding their thing there. Next they might. Year, they conference. might. They might because change Florida's it. on a watch list for LGBTQ right. worldwide. They probably will change it, and I hope they do. I really I hope stumbled they do. onto like vacate Florida TikTok, and there's all kinds <laughs> of see. But this is the problem: like leaving is... Florida, but that can't afford to do it. But they're just like whatever we have to figure out is going to be better than being here. But see, that's just it. Like that's exactly what they want. They that's want us to about. leave. They want yeah. us to get the fuck out of here, and like. Yes, I want to leave. Like, there's a lot of reasons I want to leave Florida that ju aren't just political, and one of them is mm -hmm. the fucking oppressive humidity. But alligators. like, also alligators, bugs, water moccasins, just running amok. Florida man, slithering amok. Florida but, man. But I, Florida's also a gorgeous state. Like, you have pretty things. The, the beaches the are you beautiful. Have, yeah. Like, but also, like, the the point of this whole thing is that. <laughs> There's so many people that want to leave, but it's 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 hard to talk people into staying and fighting the good fight when DeSantis has made it so impossible for the good fight to be fought. Like right. it's mm. it's the gerrymandering that's gone on, the 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 redistrict, you know, all of this, all this shit that's happening. It's like you want to stay and fight, but can you? Would it matter? Will it matter? Like right. Hillsborough Con County, who has consistently gone blue for the last however many elections went red for DeSantis and it's because Democratic voters just aren't getting out and voting and also because I think they're fucking leaving they're probably and they're probably scared hold on yeah. Jewel do you know what and I'm not being an asshole do you know what gerrymandering means no okay so gerrymandering every 10 years the state's officials and who's ever in power so in florida for instance it would be republicans in california it's democrats where you live in arkansas it's republicans they get to redraw the voting district lines and that there's two philosophies of that they either stuff so they'll find like a, a a typically like democratic area and they'll make a real small circle around it and say okay we know that's going to go blue and then they'll expand the lines to include half of the Democrats and a shit ton of the Republicans. So no matter how, even if every single Democrat showed up to vote, they would still be beat out if a fraction of the Republicans showed up. So they're stuffing and spreading. There's also fair action suits in places like Pennsylvania that are having third party commissions draw voting district lines, mm -hmm. which avoids gerrymandering, which means an impartial party that has nothing to gain from voting districts from outside the state comes in and they say, no, we're going to do it strictly by population and we're going to divide these voting lines up so that your vote uh, is actually more evened out. So they'll, they'll either stuff them or they'll spread them. So as long as, re so every time a census is done, uh, the party in charge of a state gets to redraw districting lines. And that's what we mean by gerrymandering, which means they're, they're, heaping all of the Democrats together, knowing that section will go blue 
and allowing the rest of the sections to go red to beat out those blue votes. And that's how they keep their super majorities and their governors, and they continuously go red in in uh, electoral college votes during the presidential mm-hmm. election. Yeah. So I didn't mean to cut you off, Aaron. I just oh thought my god, no, not at all. Gerrymandering. Oh. Okay. Can I add? Can I add something to you really quick before you go on? Sure. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm not going to go on. I'm, I'm d- okay. No, before I'm Jackie goes on this shit. So if you're someone who's like seen Hamilton a bunch of times and listened to Hamilton a bunch of times, you're not alone when you hear it in Lynn's voice. Every time Jackie says constitutional convention, cause oh, I hear yeah. it. Yeah. Constitutional convention. I hear it. <laughs> that, was a, okay. that was a fun it's sidebar. That was a fun journey. I think I will say one more thing. A detour. I liked it. Oh, Thank are you. you done? Are you done, Bird? Want me to hear? Do you want me to sing it again? No. no. It's okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> so well, I do want to say one I'm more thing. Play like, it on my flute. No. Uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, do you actually, have it with you? Yeah. Do you have it with you? Do you? Do you take talented it? flautist. You yeah. have a you have a flute that you would take with you. Hot crossbones. <laughs> Remember that time when I spit my wine? That Literally everywhere. That yeah. was <laughs> fucking the best. That was one of my very first podcasts. It was like yeah, number I feel two like or it three. Was spot on too. It yeah. was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. So, <laughs> can't wait. I literally can't wait. I think the biggest like frustration and also scary part about all this is that if this were to come to pass. And a constitutional convention happened, and it was the red states leading the charge. We're literally fucked. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like that is yeah. so scary, yeah. and it's 100%. it's like you know I'm living in Florida, and I'm like ah fuck Florida, California's well, fucked. Leave. Yeah, but like unless I move to a blue state or move to another country, essentially. Things well, let's look at let's, let's be real. If they call the constitutional convention and they managed to rewrite the constitution to the point where it was so horrific that s- certain states wouldn't stand for it, you would see a separation of the United States. States would break off and form their own country. That's what so, would happen. Watch out, California. Here I come. Well, California, Oregon, Washington, uh, Illinois, uh, Michigan, New York, Pennsylvania, Vermont, Delaware. Like I, I, the, we, we have states. But you would see a complete separation. And I think we've covered this on here before. That's not should actually. Should it be called Takano? I'm just saying. That's actually not in everyone's best interest to separate. Even though it's like a fun knee jerk reaction and be like, fuck them, let, let them see how they fare right. on their own without the welfare support of the blue states. That's actually not in long term blue states best. Best intentions to to break but off. I remember even when we've talked about it before Jackie just like off the cuff like we've you know like okay the south go ahead and break off like mm-hmm. California and a lot of these blue states give so much of what mm-hmm. they're making to these red states so you know like they're surplus in, in money and like you've said in the past like California is like the fifth largest economy in the in the world like Fourth. there's there's a lot of things that happen that like I don't think red states, because they're so fucking dumb and so power hungry, they don't take into consideration. Why it wouldn't behoove us, the blue states, you're right, monetarily it would in like the immediate, the long-term ramifications though, because it would cause such 
chaos and discourse in the United States, mm-hmm. we'd be really susceptible to outside attack at that point. Right. It would be very easy for Russia or China to come in and set up shop in the whatever the red names themselves and overpower blue states. Right. Like it, it just wouldn't be long term. And even though California has that size economy, America as a whole is still holds the most financial sway in the world. Right. So breaking us off ultimately would be detrimental. We're we're stronger together, even if we don't agree politically. Uh, Unfortunately, I, the red I, states I, can't I, see past their nose despite their face. Right. Like I really would love to I'd love to be like a fly on the wall in like these discussions about why they think it's so important as a red state to because they be don't so... like gay people. They don't like yeah. black people. Like, I'm not trying to oversimplify it. Oh, no, but I, I agree with you. No, they want I to institute yeah. Christianity as like, they want Sharia law with Christianity. They want the Bible to dictate everything mm-hmm. everyone I just, does. Wh- why? I. It's not up to you. You can't answer yeah. this because you're just going to be like, bah, they're just, but like, they, it literally says like, in the constitution, like there shall be no national religion yeah Yeah. like that's the is that the first thing they're gonna get rid of like yeah probably i I fucking hate them i hate i i don't hate i don't understand and it makes me it infuriates me that yeah it's they're so dumb they're just dumb and they're power hungry assholes here's the first time i realized that um this narrative was so pervasive especially in people who are ultra religious um, and I'm going to talk about my stepmom for a minute and I'm not throwing shade at her. Like I'm, I'm not, this is the culture that she lives in. And my stepmom is a caring, considerate individual. So this isn't, I'm using it as an example. I just want to preface right. it with that. I'm not throwing shade at her. Um, I saw on her Facebook about nine years ago, uh, she homeschooled Julie and I, our brother and our, our two younger sisters. And she was talking about um, how in that lesson plan, she was going to be teaching. And they did a cohort. Like, it wasn't just the three of them. They had, like, parents took turns teaching things to children, which I get it. I mean, being a teacher is fucking hard, man. So I get it. Like, you want to spread out that kind of, you know, responsibility. And it's good to have kids learn from different people. But because of her religious influence, she was teaching the kids that uh, America was founded on Christian beliefs and that we were a Christian nation. And listen, she didn't mean that in like a burn the gays down way. I'm not saying she did at all, but that is categorically incorrect. And it sets the precedence for hate. So I, I sent her a message and I told her, I, I know this is, you know, this topic is dense and it's deep. And there are people that have doctorates in the establishment of, of the Constitution and, and the founding of this country. And I get it. There's so much information to take in. It would be overwhelming if you were trying to just shove it all into like one lesson plan. But make no mistake, we were not founded on the Christian religion. Like, as a matter of fact, no, if you go through and read. Yes. If you go through and read yeah. the founding documents. They did everything to avoid that premise. Right. And yeah. she never responded to me. And that is what she went on to teach these however many kids were in this class. And that was the first time I thought, oh, God, we're going to have a whole generation of people that doesn't actually understand American history. 
And that was 10 years ago when I thought things were good. Obama was in office. Like things are going good for a legitimate qua. Like I thought we were, we were moving in the right direction. So I kind of brushed it off as though this is going to be an outlier, but I, I should have been smarter than that and realized, no, if she's doing it, and this is a woman who means well and wants her kids to have a good education and cares. If she's doing it, there are thousands of parents teaching this. Yeah. It is just fundamentally untrue. And listen, I have a gazillion things to learn about American history. I like to call myself a history buff. I care deeply about American history. I read as much as I can and I watch as much as I can. And I still haven't scratched the surface of what it was actually like during that time and the thoughts and feelings of every person affected by it. There's no way I could consume that much information. So you're dealing. Well, this is way before Hamilton, though, too, right? Like, but you're dealing. So my point of all of that was the indoctrination of this starts so young. These kids were 10. So for their really formidable teenage years, they were believing that this country was founded on Judeo-Christian beliefs. And so what they're defending and what they're upholding is Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior. So no wonder they hate us. No wonder. We're we're telling them something that is so far from what they were told was the truth from such a young age. You believe it to be absolute. Like, that's what I'm talking about. This is what we're fighting here. When we say it's difficult to convert someone from their line of thinking, it's because it's embedded in who they are. Mm -hmm. The very foundation of it. And they won't read anything that spits in the face of it or or confronts Mm -hmm. their viewpoint because then they have to confront who they are as people because Uh this is what they've represented in their lives, in their, in their discourse, in, in everything. You're challenging people's fundamental beliefs because now they tie America to their religion. Yeah. And that's dangerous. Yeah. That's why they don't question it. That's mm-hmm. why they follow their leaders blindly. That's why they believe well, yeah, everything Marjorie Taylor Greene says and Trump says, because they yeah. believe they're the same. Yeah. It's really scary, too, because, you know, like, I don't want to say anything negative about homeschooled kids, because I know there are a lot of homeschool teachers. What did you say, Stace? I said go for it. <laughs> no, not all of them have bad intent. Like, Yeah, I don't think, like, I know, well, like, I one of my really, I'm just well, not a fan of home. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of it either. And I think I would, I would, I would, I'd probably say that a lot of the homeschooled kids or people that I've met that are, that were homeschooled, they went one of two ways, right? They, they came out of it and went, what the fuck? Or they're still in it. And they're like, man. A little, little, little different, which is fine. It's fine, you know. Uh, I will not say that anything wrong with that. As a, as a other side of the coin, I know liberal people now who are homeschooling their kids because right. school shootings is so petrifying. One hundred percent that they don't want to put their kids in danger. Oh, like one of my really good friends from high school homeschools her kids, and she started doing it throughout COVID. Like when COVID started, she was like, I'm just going to homeschool and we're going to travel around the country and go to all the national parks and do all these things and like live a life while lockdown is happening. And you know what? Good for them. You know what? And she's very smart. And I 
feel like she's very well read and she's not one way or the other. Some like people are very, created equal though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm like her, I would trust my kids with if I had them, which thank God I don't. But like at the same time, I, I see these people that I'm like, you don't even know where I fucking comma goes or the difference eh, between your, your, either. I don't either. Always, yeah. 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 You're true. <laughs> right, right. Right. But I do know the difference between your, your, and your, and they're, they're, yes. they're, and you know what I mean? Like, or you're on your and there. Yeah, I, don't, we got I just said you're, you know. No, we got anyways, you. I've been drinking, people. Thank God I'm not a homeschool what? teacher. I'd be like, kids, is it too early for a vodka? <laughs> but like, I think that ultimately, what we what we forget is like, this is what's happening, right? Like, we have Ron DeSantis in Florida banning books. Or Ron DeSantis and his cronies banning books. We have them, uh, the Don't Say Gay bill that's now been exp- extended through high school. Now you can put school. a drag queens to death sentence. Yeah, now we can, you know, punish <laughs> punish anybody that's that's not a white Christian. Like it is, it's it's scary, but it's they are creating this environment for public schools now too. So mm-hmm. it's not just, oh, you're going to go to homeschool and you're going to learn that Christianity is the foundation of America. No, you're going to go to public school and learn that too in Florida. Yeah. And you're going to learn that slavery didn't happen. And you're going to learn that, you know, the Tulsa massacre didn't happen. And you're going to learn that these things didn't fucking happen. Holocaust. Because, yeah, we, di- we don't want to make your white kids feel bad about their white skin. No, fuck that like this is the problem and this is what's so fucking scary like you know what well part of the problem is Aaron, and you're completely right but the problem is it's because they think that people can't hold two things in their in their hands at the same time because i don't listen there's nothing i can do about being white there's literally nothing i was born white my parents white there's nothing i can do and i don't feel guilty about being white and i also understand that we have a lot of work to do as white people And that's the difference. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel guilt about it. It's there's literally, I can't change that any more than I can change the color of my eyes. And well, I mean, I guess I could change the color of my eyes and hair, but I have to actively seek that out. Right. So you have to actively seek out to, to be anti-racist. You have, you have to put in some work. You have to put in some effort. You have to put in some thought and some of it hurts. You guys have helped me. I, I bonded out a guy the other day who was black and he they hammered him with a huge bond that a bond that a white person would not have got that same amount of the of the bond and i already thought i'm like fuck i'm like his family's gonna come to the office we're all fucking white i'm like they're he had already been telling me on the phone he's like this is fucking bullshit julie he's like i was referred to you because i heard you were good people he's like but it's because I'm fucking black. And I was like, I know, I know. Just give me your mom. It was his mom and his, it was his mom, his sisters, ever. The whole family was bonding him out. So I already was like anticipating it. And talking to you guys has really made me like more, I don't want to say woke, but like more aware of like the situation. I was Empathetic. like, yes, I'm like, they're going to walk into my mm-hmm. office. We're all white. Like there's nothing, there's nothing I can do about that. And they did, they walked in and they sat down and they were like, 
I could tell that his sisters were kind of like standoffish with us at first. And I just tried to start talking to them like human beings. I was like, look, I'm really sorry this happened to you guys. I was like, dude, because I picked him up from the jail and brought him to our office. I was like, I'm really fucking sorry this happened to you. Like, you're right. You did get hammered with a huge bond. And <laughs> he was super cool. And I was like, oh, look, that's important. well, I told them and I felt I wasn't sure if it was okay for me to say it afterwards. I said, look, once we were in the office, I was like, people around here are racist as fuck. And I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. And you could tell his sisters like looked at me. I was like, I know I'm white, (laughs) but people around here are racist as fuck. Mm -hmm. And that's why you got that bond. I can't prove it. There's nothing I can do about it, but that is why that happened to you. Right. You you got the same charges as your one guy ahead of you. And I understand why you're frustrated. And like, angry. Yeah. And pissed yeah. off about it. And want to burn the fucking world down. It yes. was so hard I get it. because I I I'm like I don't know that I would have looked at that it at it like that like two years ago, but now I'm like that is really fucked up. Like once you are willing to open your eyes and willing to accept how fucked up it is you start feeling all kinds of things that don't feel good (laughs) and like and I think that's why a lot of people don't want to do it once you're fucking woke and that's the problem that is what is happening. But it's hard in- to do. No, like, agreed. And that's and, what's wrong and in like even Florida. Reflect on yourself. Right. Like, it's like these politicians and these these white men don't want these kids to feel bad about themselves. It right. doesn't always have to be that you quote unquote feel bad. Like as a young kid learning about slavery, slavery and racism, like. I didn't feel horrible because my skin was white. I felt awful that these people had to go through all of this. Because their skin was black. Because their (laughs) skin was black. Exactly. And it's not that I was like, oh, God, I hate that I'm white. Like, no, it made me go, I clearly have like a leg up because I'm white. Right. Like, as I aged, I realized that. And like a lot of black people, African-Americans, whatever, are not wrong. They'll own up to that. In my experience, I committed the crime. I just want the same acknowledgement as the white guy next to me does. Or the white girl next to me does. I shouldn't get hammered with bullshit just because I'm black. Because this guy right right next to me did the same shit with the Mm -hmm. same whatever, with the same background. And he got a $2,500 bond. And I'm just saying this in legal terms where this dude I bonded out is a fucking great dude. He got hit with a $50,000 bond for the same shit. And he's like, I just don't get it. And I was like, man. Racism. (laughs) I was like, I didn't know what else to tell him. I was like, I'm really fucking sorry. But you're right. I, I, I said, I said, all I can tell you is the people out here are racist as fuck. And, and, and I'm sorry. But when we use the term like institutional racism or structural racism, that's what we mean. But that's I didn't, that, but, that's but, the point. But I didn't yeah. know 
if me saying that in front of him and his sisters because no. I saw that I felt them like look at me when I yeah. said that because I said it like twice if they were like they felt like I was saying anything like derogatory I meant it like no. I understand no I think it's good that you acknowledged it like right. I guarantee you they, they were are like, racist as fuck I, I guarantee you were like this lady sees it and that's that's a good person to have on our side I guarantee you well he he's well yeah yeah I, I think you're right because he's already like he's like one of the best moms that I have he's already like paid it off like it's but it's it's fucked up because he went up and like he said I went up in front of the judge with the same charges with the same background with the same everything next to a white dude he's like and I got fucking hit yeah. with a fifty thousand dollar bond he's like and this motherfucker got hit with a twenty five hundred dollar bond yeah that's institutional like, racism it's, yeah. it's 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 what it's what keeps people of color poor yeah. and not all of them of course not all of them that's not what i mean and we're talking in generalized terms here but it, it keep, keeps them in their place their quote-unquote place yeah. it's so fucked up his sister that co-signed for him works for the government <laughs> she's like yeah. would they i mean racism they exists like, everywhere they were like good really good people like you know like it's just it just made me mad and i was like well I, the, didn't, I didn't know if me like acknowledging it and like saying something about it made it worse no, because i, I because i i couldn't get their feel on it like but i'm like but that is what it is you know yeah i mean it's probably also a, a frustration because you acknowledging it wasn't bad i mean it it makes it clear that you understand the injustices and also there's nothing you yeah. personally can do about it which is even more frustrating because yeah. even the person doing the bond for them sees how wrong it is and you're still stuck charging them right. the well 5, i was helping 000. them you know i was right. financing them i I'm, was you i'm know, saying it's yeah. still there's nothing you can do to fix it but but does that make them feel like you get it but you're because i'm fucking white black people aren't a monolith I can't answer for all of them. Right. I would think if I was, if I reversed the situation and thought of it as a legitimate issue that I, I would appreciate feeling seen and then frustrated at the system. I mm -hmm. want to like slip up my no. card bar podcast. No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> there's I'm there's learning. much, listen, there's much. I'm learning than and us. I'm trying. Here's our podcast. There's Here's much smarter people than us that talk about racism. <laughs> um so it, it's so it's so 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 still exists though mm -hmm. so yeah. much absolutely if it's not women and legitimate it's race hold on i think stacy was trying to talk to none of us i'm so so sorry yeah no i was just saying that race is another really like important factor in gerrymandering too though you know mm -hmm. absolutely and, good call and the other kind of keeps that down too is you know recidivism you know laws and things like that and at what point like depending on the crimes you've committed you can't vote anymore mm -hmm. you know and that's another thing that's meant to keep people of color that's meant to keep people that are more liberal from voting mm -hmm. especially in these states that they want to keep red mm -hmm. and they do shit like that 
So the reason that I I brought this topic up is because there was some undercover videos released of some of these more discreet organizations that are actually, so if a constitutional Congress is called a constitutional convention where they rewrite the constitution, there's no stipulations that dictate who gets to write the laws. So anybody, Joe Schmo, anyone, someone from the, the family Institute, which, you know, beats down legitimate law all the time. Uh, they, they could propose laws to get passed. So you're looking at, you know, right now you have, what 26 states that are like abortion safe havens for women and by safe haven i just mean that you can access female health care yeah. or yeah. women's health care in these states without repercussions to the doctors or or to the women themselves um you have driver what was that says i said or the uber driver right or the uber driver or anybody so you have you have these institutions that are already in the process of writing laws in anticipation. There's only six states right now that separate us from a constitutional convention and they're swing states and they're moving. Uh, you can see them moving in the direction of going with this constitutional convention. And, and North Carolina is one. Pennsylvania is one. Uh, Virginia is one. So you have all of these that are, are moving in the direction of they're, they're willing to open up the Constitution again. And let me tell you something, guys. If they open up the Constitution again, we're not getting rid of the Second Amendment. That's not going no. away. No. Like you have right now Candace Owens, one of the, the talking mouths for the GOP, doesn't think women should be able to vote. Yep. We're too what? emotional. Yeah. Yeah. What they want to take their make America great again is 1776. Mm-hmm. Even though they'd be appalled to hear that there was quarantine restrictions in place <laughs> when people showed up on the shores with smallpox <laughs> and <laughs> diphtheria. And <laughs> I got I got it, I gotta tell you guys what was going on with our governor here, just in my oh, field. Oh god, the worst. She is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh man, she literally is just the worst man. Now, not even traitor. Not even being in the industry. Just tell me overall how this looks to you. So, they are passing a bill, and it's like one hundred percent going to pass. That, and I'll explain it after. That every, so let's say you get a $50,000 bond. We as bondsmen right now, the total amount is 10% plus an $80 fee. $20 goes to the jail, $60 goes, goes to the state. So it's, it would be, it's 10% plus 80 bucks. We finance people because not everybody has $5,000 or $2,000 or even $1,000 laying around, depending on how much their bond is. Our governor, which I don't understand why it affects them whatsoever, because they they're, they're they're still getting their sixty dollars per bond, is passing a bill for the entire state of Arkansas, so that no inmate can finance any bond. They have to have the entire ten percent. It's and, prisons. and we are going to have to show the jail and they're going to scan in the money 
so that they, that we can show. So like we work with people right now, like if somebody has a $50,000 bond, we'll get people out for, you know, a thousand bucks. If they have a $10,000 bond, we'll get people out for 300 bucks. You know, it, it, it all depends on co-signers. If you have a good job, maybe you just paid your bills. Maybe you just paid your child support. Like we, we finance everybody. Going forward, everybody has to have 10%. To put that into perspective for a bondsman, last week or the week before, I bonded out 15 people in, in my entire week. Three of them had the entire 10%. I financed 12 people. The, the jails prisons are going to be so fucking overcrowded Mm -hmm. nobody's going to be able nobody a lot of people don't have hundreds or thousands of dollars just laying around and that is what we are going into right now with these fucking people and it i don't get it well, you're looking at a surface issue where there's a much bigger issue at play. Privatized prison systems. So privatized prisons make $150 per inmate per day. That's how much money they make. And they spend billions to lobby local and state uh, government officials to put private. Look, you have Ron DeSantis threatening to put a prison right outside of, of Disney World right now. $150 per day per prisoner. Is that where this is stemming from? Because I don't I get it. I, it I, it's I, a billion dollar I, industry. I don't understand what their gameplay is on this whole thing. Plus it's free labor. And she's and she's pushing for um, 100% of their time on drug charges. On fucking drug charges. So right now, if somebody gets let's say you get a possession charge and a drug charge and you get sentenced to like 10 years in prison or whatever they will do it's two months and 15 days on the year so you'll have to do like almost two on like two and a half years or two years um and then you get sis which means that the rest of your time is put on probation or parole that if you get in trouble again, you have to go back and do the rest of that time. She's fighting for all of the time. These people are never going to get out of fucking jail. Always follow the money. Ever. It's all about money, dude. It's all about money and looking Always. tough on crime and looking... Like, they're not going to tolerate that in their state, and they're getting paid on the back end from these private prison systems. They donate to their re-election campaigns. They donate. Look, we've seen it now with the Supreme Court, right? Like, you're seeing houses get paid off in these million-dollar vacate or $500,000 vacations. And Brett Kavanaugh was $200,000 in debt two weeks before he was instated into the Supreme Court. Nine days after the Supreme Court, zero debt. But you're not going to stop people from ju- doing drugs by sending they them to prison. They don't want to. You'll they stop people from doing drugs by sending them, by sending them to, 
rehabilitation programs. Exactly, which you're never going to do. They're they're continuing customers. Mm -hmm. They don't want to stop them. They've written them off. They make the money in and out of prison all of the time. It's just horrible. It's it's just just horrible. Anything that has anything to do with the GOP, with the fucking Republicans, and I'm not saying that no Democrats are this way because that's not true, but the bulk of the reasons these people make these decisions is because they have these people in their fucking pocket giving them money. Look at Marjorie Taylor fucking green. Look at the amount of money she has now compared to when she first ran for Congress. She's a millionaire now. She's yes. a fucking millionaire now because she got these fucking packed people giving her money to say dumb fucking shit all the fucking time because she's a fucking lunatic. I... Well, when you look it's at places always like Arkansas, money, like Jay, it just, like it just breaks my heart for these Follow people. Follow the money. You know, and, and I get like, not everybody wants to get clean and not everybody wants to do better. And maybe, you know, maybe jail is the best place for some people, but a lot of people need a, a safe place to go, a good address to go to when they get out of prison or jail. Listen to me, Julie. It's not it's, about people. It's just fucking heartbreaking it's like we're just we're just hammering people like we're right so this governor comes in and we're just gonna fucking throw down the fist and and i'm like do you think that that's gonna actually help people she doesn't care because she has people putting money in her pocket she doesn't think it's gonna help people those are people she's willing to sacrifice so you know when like uh an automobile company people julie when an automobile company finds out something's wrong with one of their cars they do a cost risk analysis (laughs) they figure out how much it will cost them in lawsuits like let's say they find out let's say ford finds out their brake lines don't work on their f10s or their f150s okay you're talking about the most popular truck in the country f150s let's find out let's say they find out in 2022 none of their brake lines work they plug that into an equation that says how many people will probably die from this before they get it fixed versus how much we'll have to pay out. They'll only issue a recall if the money they'll have to pay out is more than what it will cost to get all those breaks fixed. It's not about people. It's not I about rehabilitation. Having that job. They don't fucking care. It's all about money. And I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be flippant. It's all about money and how they can get Sarah and we're using Sarah Huckabee Sanders as an example. It's not limited to her. How she can get elevated to the next position in her career. That's all it's about. Money. They don't care if these quote-unquote drug users or thieves or whatever spend the rest of their lives in prison. They only care about their personal benefit. And if you think I'm wrong, those of you listening, research it. Look it up. Also... Think about the amount of politicians that are in the pocket of the Mm -hmm. NRA. Mm -hmm. Like, there is no reason that these people think that it's okay to risk children's lives aside Mm -hmm. from their million-dollar mansions. Their their families are completely fine, and they'll never have to worry about another cent. It's all about money. The NRA... Pays them. There's a, a specific, there's a specific gun, a handgun that I want to buy so bad, and I refuse to do it because uh, I don't think buying I don't, guns I don't, are bad. Buying guns are not bad. It's it's the idea that 
in Florida in particular, they're trying to lower the age. I just don't want to be a part of the percentage that does it. I'm like, also, Jewel, it is cheaper. To, it's cheaper for the state of Arkansas to to have a private prison prison system than a state run prison system because they don't have to pay state prison guards. They don't have to pay their pensions. They don't have to pay their medical. So it is cheaper for them per inmate cost. They make money off of the deal, and it's not just Arkansas. Okay, private prison systems are cheaper for the state of Arkansas to house more inmates and to keep them in jail, and they make money off of it. That's that's just the bottom line. And we don't have any private pr- yet. The fuck you don't. You're probably right. Go ahead and Google it because they just signed a, a deal in 2019 to open more private prisons. So we're going to move oh. on. We're, we're, we're going along here as, as per the huge. Sorry, Jax. Oh, no. I, I, don't I be just, sorry. That was a very lively conversation. It so was not bad. President, President Biden announced his reelection campaign. How's everyone feeling? I mean, he's old, but I'm going to vote for him. Yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, the, the, the I'm vote latest, him, but, but. yeah, like the latest, <laughs> okay. why, why is Trump doing so well in the polls? Because it's Trump. No, he's doing well in the polls with Republicans because he always yeah. does well in the polls with Republicans. This is not, they're not polling the nation. He's not going to win again, right? It all, it, listen, it's it a coin flip, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if fucking Joe Manchin slips the, one in at the end, we're the number fucked. of voters. It doesn't matter that Joe Biden won the last election by seven million votes. The number of voters that decided this election could fit in a football stadium on a Saturday. Hey, I know where you heard that. I know where you Pot heard save that. America. Pot save America, baby. So those are people that actually give information to news channels. So you're talking about a stadium. So this motherfucker could win. 40,000 people. Yeah, it's a coin toss. And he may lose more in the popular. He could lose by 10 million in the popular vote. And still it's a coin flip away because the electoral college. Right. So I was, I got into a huge argument with a friend over the weekend. Huge. Who is very like-minded, but we still got into an argument. And I don't know if I'm going to call her a friend anymore. Too bad Jax wasn't there. Too bad Jax wasn't there. So anyway, so my point is this. (laughs) I truly truly believe in Generation Z. Like, I truly think they're going to come out in numbers unheard of for a new generation of voters. Like, I hope so. That being said, I'm still fucking worried. I'm hopeful, but worried. Listen, Always. Trump's running again because he makes a fortune off of it. People throw right. money at him to run. Oh, and you people think he's a fucking godsend. People, DeSantis is his only legitimate competition who's pulling at 22% best right now, which isn't a drop in the bucket. When he, right. DeSantis isn't a people person, he doesn't like talking to people. He doesn't Trump's have the charisma. Win. No, Jax. stop. We don't know that. Wait, with DeSantis? I agree. Oh, yeah. Against against DeSantis in the primary uh, 1,000%. Trump's going to blow out of the water. Because Trump's going to shit over all over everything DeSantis does, says whatever. It's like Ronnie Pudding Finger. (laughs) Like, it's going to be fucking Trump. Joe Joe Biden has had a good presidency. I I still think, as usual, the presidency is decided by independent voters. And if Trump keeps up the nonsense of being in jail and being in all these indictments and all this nonsense, I don't 
think that holds up against Biden's record, but it's going to be close. No publicity is bad publicity, though. And that's why I think Trump has going for him. We, we're not voting until Biden announced his candidacy two days, three days ago. Right. Like we're not even in 2024 months. yet. 18 yeah, months, the, man. The publicity thing hasn't even started. Trump's not even allowed on social media right now. Like, he's <laughs> such a, sh like, we, but it's he has not so many people, Jack. I know so he has hard. a lot of people, but he also has a lot of shit working against him this time. That he's not an outsider anymore. He, he I, was in the presidency. And you know what Republicans hate more than anything? Fucking losing. Yeah. I think, too, like, it's important to remember that a lot of, like, the normal, normal, I put normal in quotation marks normal Republicans that didn't like Trump, that didn't vote for Trump, aren't going to vote for Trump again. So it becomes this, this idea of who the fuck's going to run as a third party. Mm -hmm. That's where we're... That's where we'll get derailed is if we get a Democrat that runs as a third party. Yeah. Our like, own father told me he would not vote for Trump again. Yeah. I don't think Trump oh, has yeah, a... But, dad, but dad's sickening about to die so jesus <laughs> julie i mean my god he has prostate stop oh my bad Shake jesus it out. christ sorry. sorry 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 i forgot we were recording my bad you can delete mean... that i'll take a pause there there's your delete space um <laughs> sorry Jax. i'm sorry too <laughs> that was my bad that was my i'm bad. leaving it in but <laughs> oh no, don't leave it in. Any, I don't anyway, feel like a cockfight. fight. Anyway. So anyway, my thought is that I don't know what I'm saying because now I, I don't either. I was giant I dick. I just feel like back. I'm like a dick that's like hanging out in the wind. Ugh. Biden Aaron. has just <laughs> as good a chance of Trump is winning the next presidential election. I'm not thrilled that he's running. <laughs> I could have picked seven people I would have liked to see run instead of him, but here we are and I will go vote for him. Mainly because of his age. I think I agree with yeah. you. I think 100% really because of his age. So far. Yeah. Well, and I, I just think, I think the Democratic Party right now has has better candidates than Joe More Biden. Awkward. But yeah. I'm not going to not vote. And, you know, right. even California, where I know it's going to go blue, I'm still going to go yeah. fucking vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. Totally. Because that's the least I can do to attempt to yeah. save democracy. Yeah. If fucking Trump wins, I swear to God, I'm, I'm leaving. The planet? Yeah. Uh, Listen, same. there's right wing. Everyone likes to hate on America right now. I see it all over TikTok, too. I see it all over Twitter. But let me tell you something. There's right wing extremist groups popping up all over the world. Oh, in every country. Yeah. It's not just here. Like, and yeah, he's it's, ignited it's all here. of them. I don't. I don't deny that. Yeah. I'm saying it's bad here, but other countries who like like make fun of us and tell us how awful we are, they have their own issues too. So, yeah. listen, I get it. This is the bad place. I'm not saying it's not <laughs> like 100%, but we're not, it's not limited to us is what I'm saying. But They're, when did we turn it into the place that nobody Reagan. wants to fucking be? Reagan. President Reagan. 100% more with Trump. President Reagan started all of this. No, it's gotten so much worse, Jax. Right. Okay, I want you to go ahead and, and Google when all of our problems started in the United States, and it's going to take you back to Listen, Reagan every time. I'm not going to fight you on history, 
Probably a good <laughs> idea. Probably a good idea. <laughs> but it's uh, for your general trickle down economics, Reagan. Mm-hmm. The your... ultra Christian Reagan, anti-legitimacy Reagan. Go back to what, all of it. What does Nancy Reagan of... in particular? That fucking bitch. When when does... Separation of church and state ever fucking matter to anybody? Never. Not really? since that's like a 1975. I fucking hate living here. It's I a bad place. Same. I fucking mm-hmm. hate. I, I don't hate living hate here. We have some of the most beautiful landscapes this world has to offer. Well, you know yeah, what? I I'm like not you guys, fight. but <laughs> I'm not giving up our. I, I said my name once and I'll do it again. I'm not giving up our country to these assholes without a fight. Yeah. I won't do it. Then run for something so you can actually change something. I have way too much bad shit in my history. I'm trying to get Lex to run for something so I can just puppet her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I probably will leave. I I can't fight. I think I'm clean enough. If you think if you think it won't spread from here, you may be able to run for a while, but you will never outrun this. This pervasive cancer that's in this country will spread all over the world. That means I'm gonna have to go to the moon. I I know we're so scared of space. I don't want to go to the moon. If you guys look at history, what happens here affects the world. If you think it will stop here, you're wrong. You have to stay and fight. You know, sometimes I I come on the podcast to make me feel better, but not tonight. I was going to say, sleep well, sleep well, kids. Sleep tight. Sleep well, yeah. I'm going to have to take two Advil PM tonight. (laughs) Stay and fight. Stand up for what you believe in. Can I come get some training? I'm I'm on my podcast, bro. I have to call you back. (laughs) Same. Truly, no, I sent it. Stay and fight. Why don't you mute yourself? There you go. There you go. There you go, bro. Listen, I, I, one hundred percent don't want to move to another country because I like or the moon. Because like, like everything that happened in Germany is happening here. Like, I get that it spreads, but it's just so fucking scary, and it's so hard. There's lots think- of things that are scary, Aaron. You stay and fight. Okay, I'm gonna fight. God, for us, Aaron, everything's scary. Everything's scary. I don't (laughs) like it. Go out with your boots on, you babies. All right, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna put my big girl panties on and fight. (laughs) I know. Pack up the pack up the dogs, Debs. Pack Pack up up the the poodles. (laughs) Pack up the poodles. We're fighting. We're fighting. Everybody, get ready to fight. You stay and fight because. The arc of progress always wins. <laughs> the carousel of progress. Yeah. Listen, if you, if, you wanna, if you want to get out of your, if you want to get out of your anxiety, anxiety ridden minds for a moment, that's sometimes how it sounds of anxiety. <laughs> and look like at this. the actual progress of humans. Progress oh. always wins. You have some hiccups, you have some burps, you have some fallbacks, like you take three three steps forward, two steps back, but it always wins. Do you want to be the person that runs from it? Or do you want to be the person that's part of part of fixing it? I want to stay and fix it. I want to run away and fix it from a safe distance. <laughs> Fucking bitches. All right. <laughs> oh, shit.
All right, Julie, you, you got one minute for Space Corner. We're running real long here. Oh, one minute. Shit. It is with Space Corner. How long are we okay, running? Yeah, I'm in the real middle long. of work right now. Okay. Um, Mark. Yeah, I'm ready to skip over. All right, bye. So, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got <sighs> our drones, China's drones, and Russia's drones. You get a drone. Mars. You get a drone. Everybody's got a drone. drones. They're on our Everybody's got a drone out there right now. We found actually running water, not frozen water, which could possibly mean life. Um, which is a big deal. I don't Where? have a lot more than that. And on Mars. Oh my god. Our oh drone. God. Our drone is the cutest drone. If you Wait, Google so it. So is this like, like a race to colonize Mars now? <sighs> we just got all kinds of drones. Roman Elon it, Musk wants to hit it with a nuke. Fucking Elon. It, it, to release the carbon dioxide. It's one of the closest planets. We're we're roaming around Mars right now. We've got like I said, us, Russia, China, we all have drones. Everybody be fucking around Mars. And we actually found Mars. water, not frozen water. We actually found water, which water means life. So it could potential be a, for life. It could be a little bitty Mars bug. Give me, <laughs> give, a give, me a little, give me a little Mars <laughs> bug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a little Mars flea. I I'll can't take you serious sometimes. <laughs> your accent, your accent makes me laugh. Give me a cute little Mars bug. So that's real funny coming from you, Zach. I know, right? <laughs> right? It's funny. All right, Julie's got bit by the Mars bug. All right, <laughs> what are you obsessed with? Um. Okay, I have a good one. Oh. Okay. So no, it's good. So this is sad. I mean, it's sad. So we buried my grandma Perfect. today. Yeah, right. you're all welcome. So today we <laughs> buried my grandma. And we like we had her memorial service last year. She passed away last year. Um, and we've just had to space everything out uh, for some reasons. But my brother wanted to share something like funny and happy, you know, because because we've had a lot of a lot of space and closure and stuff. And so he shared this limerick. Um, oh, first okay. of all, Is yes, like there once very, was a man from Nantucket that uh, literally very similar. So, <laughs> we're very Irish, so of course, she liked a, a limerick, but kind of in her last few years, um, this was something that she found very funny. So, I'd like to share it with you all oh, today. Oh, I love that. Um, love there that. once was a man from Crass whose balls were made of spun glass. When tingled together, they played stormy weather and lightning shot out of his ass. <laughs> and she cut it out of the newspaper and had it on the refrigerator and then would make my brother go and get it so she could read it to people when they came to visit. <laughs> and just, like, tickled with delight. So Your grandma sounds like a fucking badass, man. It really was. Really, really, really was. Aw, that's fucking cool. Yeah, so I thought even in at at ninety two, she really got a kick out of that limerick. So, yes, that's badass. I love it. Yeah, back attack. So I've been obsessed with a couple things. A, um, I had some drama happen this past week. I'm not going to go into it. It would take too much that. time. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've been like dealing with some like PTSD. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. Real um, 
Also, I, uh, Hannah had some uh, surgery on top of her head. She had a, a, like a little cyst cut out of her. And, uh, in, in the meantime has also found that she may or may not have Cushing's. So that's mm-hmm. been, that's been a little, little bit to deal with. So we're going to deal with that. But, um, then, uh, so I know like we've joked about like, oh, people with an anxiety watch shows over and over. So. Do we joke about end, that? Or? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We, we talked about it. <laughs> so at the end of season 11, which is the final season of The Walking Dead, I decided to rewatch the entire series. And I how, have been. Oh, how is that your comfort show with all the zombies and whatnot? I don't know. It just really is. And I fucking love this show. And I I always think like, oh, the show has jumped the shark. And then it, it hasn't because it does it again. It's like, oh, no, I'm going to jump a bigger shark. But it constantly comes back to the same thing, which I always love, is that in the post-apocalyptic world, the monster is never the monster it's the people and i always i'm i'm in the i'm in the negan portion of my rewatch and negan is the most amazing villain i think to ever exist in any series ever i would i would fight you on whatever you bring up um but i think um and because jackie and i are working on this book and writing a villain and writing a post-apocalyptic uh, a sort of a book. Um, it's, it's been really fun to rewatch the show with the, the, the goggles on of how do we come out of this as better people? And it's just been really awesome. I just got to the episode where uh, if this is a spoiler, please turn it off. Carl dies. And um it's been a lot. It's been it's been really oh sorry, Julie. See? She's crossing it off her list right now. Oh later. sorry, Julie. <laughs> I oh shit. Oh man. My she bad. dies. So fuck it. <laughs> you know, it's fine. You're gonna love it anyway. It's okay. It's okay. If you watch it, have you not watched it? No, it's okay. Oh, Stay on track. Stay on track, please. So, anyways, um, yeah, it's just Jeez. been a lot. Um I love the show, and I'm obsessed. What's it with called? The Walking Dead. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know the Walking Dead. Wait, wait, wait. You guys, you guys need to watch Jury Duty. Have you what guys heard fuck? that yet? Oh, I always yeah, take yeah. I always take notes of the shows you guys yeah. tell me to watch, yeah. and it always like, works out well. My city manager was just talking about the show the other day. She's obsessed with it. Oh yeah. my god! What it is, is it on? Uh, Hulu. It's on Freebie, which is like an Amazon subsidiary thing, but it's like behind the scenes, like docu-series of like a jury, but like only one guy is not an actor. Like there's one guy not in on it and it is so funny. It's kind of like Truman Show or like something like that where he doesn't know he's on a show. I want to watch it. Oh my God. I have not laughed out loud watching a show in a very long time and i laughed many times at this i can't wait julie what are you obsessed with okay if we're if we're going shows i'm going to go with uh there's a show on i don't know if it's hulu i don't know what the fuck we're watching that but it's called snowfall 
and it's about like a drug dealer cocaine it's it's good i mean it's not great but um <laughs> eh, if you're looking for something to, like maybe take a nap during but you want to wake up <laughs> Um, man, and you're I don't think obsessed she was with obsessed with is, like, yeah. sounds- <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's been such a crazy week. Um, I'm obsessed with talking to you guys and oh, right I can, I can hear, I can feel that. And I'm dreading summer. That's, I, th- I think if there's anything I'm totally obsessed with, it's dreading summertime. I am not ready for it to be 110, 15 degrees here. Nope, nope, nope. I like burrowing. I like burrowing like a bear in the cold and (laughs) give me all the rainstorms, all the cold. I am so, I love being in the water, but I am so, so fucking dreading the hundred, the, the humidity and all that bullshit. I fucking feel that. that. Yeah, I'm 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 starting to buy my clothes and shorts, and I'm making sure I had the air conditioning guy come the other day to make sure it was fully powered. I'm like, I'm I no no seriously, I've I've even gone and re-got uh my blackout curtains. <laughs> like I'm like I am fucking <laughs> dreading summertime. Especially, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not looking forward to summer. So. Your air conditioner too in the summer. Like, what's your temperature? On my air conditioner, sixty six all, all year long. Jesus I don't Christ, let anyone turn glass. down below seventy four in my house. Oh no. my god, ours is on seventy eight. Oh no, I don't. No. I don't. Seventy eight. I like oh it. my god i would fucking die and i'm melt. telling you if you came no. to visit i'd turn it down for you honey, honey, but i need it. like a i need like a no. an like it'd be like ideal yeah baby, like baby sugar melts it's, <laughs> it's not gonna happen no like, i can't believe you just fucking said that with no. a, it wasn't a straight no page. baby sugar melts it's sugar woo. melts I was 66 is cold. It will be like 45 degrees outside in our air. Con- I, and I tell Kenny, I'm like, oh I God. promise you our house is the only house in the block. Let's open up the window. And I got one of those window fans because I love fresh air. Yeah, like yeah. all of the, all of us sleep better. The dogs sleep better when we have fresh air, but it has to be like, below six 12 degree air yeah for us to do that like i i want to be cold i want to be wrapped up in a blanket i want my nasal cavities to freeze (laughs) like if i'm in a hotel i sent it to 68 at my house 74 yeah same 66 66 hell no you're gonna walk into my house and fucking freeze, and you're you're gonna feel amazing when it's 115 degrees outside, and you walk into my house. Yeah, you're gonna, be able, to, you're gonna be able to curl up in a blanket and then go outside and be like, "Ugh." So I want to go back in the house. I'm nope. obsessed with two things. The first one is um, it it hits me sometimes how much my little boy is growing up. He asked me the other day, "What happens when we die?" And I wasn't prepared for that question. So I told him, 
you know, I try to give them the answer of, well, lots of people believe lots of different things. And I, you know, try to go through the whole, some people think that you're born right away again and you go into someone else's body. And some people believe that you stay here. And like, some people like believe that, you know, there's, there's something else beyond this, but like, I don't know what I believe. And like, you can figure it out on your own too. And he's like real into, he had me the other night. Uh, it was just him and I here looking at pictures of, he wanted to see skeletons, but he wanted to see the muscles attached to them and like where the blood goes and like all this stuff. So doctor, he's real. Let's fucking fingers crossed. Um, it's just interesting to watch him grow up and like the things he was, he's interested in at this age are not the things I was interested in, which is fine. It's just interesting to watch like a, a whole human develop without we try to interfere with those like likes and dislikes as little as possible to let him figure out what he likes. Um, and I, wa he walked in the house today and he had his whole backpack on and it used to be so big on him that he could barely stand up. And now he's walking around like a kindergartner and mm. he starts kindergarten in a few months. And it just, I don't know. It was, uh, my, my chest tightened for a minute. Not a lot gets me outwardly emotional so it was a it was a moment Aww. for me and the oh. second thing that i'm obsessed with we're not going to dwell on that we're going to move on very emotional yeah <laughs> the exactly. second thing i'm obsessed with yeah. is we had an incident at work where um one of the staff members said something homophobic to one of our legitimate qua members and they came to me and told me talk to HR about it, yada, yada, yada. But afterwards I, I told her, I was really proud of her for standing up for herself and like identifying the problem immediately and telling the individual that she was really uncomfortable with what that person said. And, and this person's young, I mean, in their twenties young and, um, that I was proud of them. And, you know, I, I wouldn't have had the fortitude at the, her age to be able to articulate that kind of discomfort. And she told me, well, I only have it because of you. And it like Aww. my heart caught for a minute and it, it meant a lot to me. So, um, now they're all getting you in the field. Oh God, God damn off me, you assholes. So I feel it, like you're getting me in my feels too, Jackie. Well, what the fuck? I, I only say that as like, not a pat <laughs> on the back to me, but as a reminder that if you supervise like younger people, that everything you say to them has an impact, good, bad, in between, whatever, they listen to more than they admit to listening to. So you should be cognizant of the kind of impression that you're giving them or the, the safety that you're giving them to express how they feel or, or how they want to be able to express themselves. Because listen, even if I were to get fired tomorrow, which fucking holy shit, I hope not. Um, to have that kind of impact on young professionals means, means a lot. So, yeah. uh, you can't get fired. You got a kid to send to medical school. Fuck. Keep fighting the good fight, y'all. Oh. <laughs> hey, make good choices. If you've hung out this long with us, I don't know how many people turn off. I think it's last time I checked the stats, I think it's 23% turn off at what we're obsessed with. So, if you're part of the 77% that hangs out with us, have a yeah. great weekend. Yeah. Make good choices. Thank you, and fuck that 22%. They don't care about us. <laughs> yeah. They get their news and they get out, you know? Yeah. They don't care about our TV reps. Don't get your news from us. What are you doing? 
your lives. You're Especially when we're half drunk by the end of it. We talk I, too long in the beginning. I, where everyone's I drunk. get my news from us, so it's okay. Get uh, your news know, from Jules. us. It's, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's okay. You know, I never, I always wondered who like that four out of five doctors recommend something. It's Julie. Julie. Yeah. <laughs> get your news from us, you assholes. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. a solid two out of five. So <laughs> I meant that one that holds out with the recommendation. Yeah. 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 I'll give you my recommendation. Okay. <laughs> Have a good weekend, everyone. Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.